Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years. And he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why are you writing down TikTok skits? Well, you see, if I don't write them down, they get filed away in my brain and they are just lost forever. Hmm. Okay. Welcome back, Colonels, to this week's episode of Break Out the Popcorn, Episode 7. So, today we're going to be talking about Inside Out, the movie. A Pixar movie, right? Correct. I'm so sorry. It's I was also, in the middle of a burp. Also, if you guys want to stream this movie before listening to the podcast, if you haven't seen it already, it you, is on Disney Plus. And you are going to spend that six ninety nine. Honestly, though, uh, I reevaluated it. Not a bad price. I mean, it's cheaper than everybody else. Yeah. We did talk about that on our first episode, though. Yeah. So Disney Plus, you are moving up the ranks because I did have to resubscribe. And they have Soul now. Which is something that I definitely think I'm going to watch soon. And they have Mulan for free. so. Oh, they did listen to our podcast and change that it. shit for free. Disney execs, uh, you, might not be, you might not know what you're doing with the Wilhelm scream, but at least you know what you were doing with Mulan now that it's for free. I bet everybody who paid for it, though... Was hella pissed off. They must feel so, like, unless they get something extra like for it. Like a reimbursement it. for, like, a couple months or something like that? Yeah, or unless they get, like deleted scenes or what if they got the musical version and then everybody else just got oh that's depressing yeah it'd be terrible start with that so moving on to why we chose to do inside out this is going to be a one movie episode just because this movie is pretty complex okay but before we get into it being perplex complex um complex what if disney bought our podcast like how what would what would that look like it would probably be shut down because we are not on the same page as what Disney usually does. I know, but like, they can play our podcast at Disney World. Like, they, we could get our own ride. They definitely would not play our podcast at Disney World. <laughs> I don't know what part of Disney World you think that they would be okay with having cuss words just sprinkled throughout. And I don't know if you remember our very first episode where I talked about naked woman's boobs in oh, 13 yeah. Ghosts. You did. I don't think they'd be okay with it, my love. Okay. Well, so that we can solidify the fact that we will not get bought by Disney. Fuck, 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 fuck. All right. But. That being said. Disney execs, if you are listening, listen to this episode because we want more movies like Inside Out. Y'all are on a great path. They they definitely are continuing on that, though. I know, but just in case they listen, I want them to know that we that, approve. That we appreciate. Yes. Yeah, I won't say approve. I don't think they give a damn if we approve. Then ticket sales <laughs> give a damn. 
I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, no, I think Inside Out, Soul, Toy Story, all just kind of fit with the same vibe. I think Coco falls under that umbrella as well. Definitely. I also agree. All movies with really great, like, strong core values to them. Right. So, let's get into why we chose this movie. So, this might be a little bit of a long story, but Rico, this kind of all stemmed from a day that you were having. Yes. Uh, so, <laughs> okay, so I wanted to script it just so I wouldn't have this, like, nervous, you know, I guess back and forth with myself over it. Energy. Yeah. Um, so, I was having a really bad day, a really rough day at work. I wasn't feeling well physically, and that started to weigh on me mentally. And one thing led to another, and it brought me to a very dark place. Um, it brought a very big anxiety attack, a very big depression episode, and I felt just very trapped. I felt like like I was by myself. Like I didn't really have anybody I could speak to about this. I mean, granted, it was really early in the morning, so you were asleep, everybody was asleep. And I had to learn how to deal with it myself. And by myself, I mean like I had to find my own outlet. Um, so, of course, I did the normal, you know, breathe in, breathe out, inhale, exhale, hold your breath. Um, and then I went ahead and I looked up just talk down videos for on YouTube. So, you know, if you're ever feeling bad like that, that is also an outlet that I recommend. Um, and also, you know, find comfort in knowing that no matter what, you know, emotions you're trying to ride out, they're going to pass. You know, as far as like sad, you know, emotions, you know, dark thoughts, stuff like that. While you do feel trapped, it will pass. You will find some kind of something to laugh at. Like, I I know it's very cheesy to say that there's a light at the end of the tunnel or even the smallest light shines in a dark room, but it's true. And it's not always things to laugh at necessarily, too. It's just like just things that you can find comfort in. You know? Right. It definitely helps to understand what feelings you're going through and just ride them out. It's normal human emotion. Like, you can be sad. It is a-okay. Everybody's going to be sad. Right. You can be mad. You can throw your fist into a wall. Throw your cell phone at the wall. Please don't throw a fist into the wall. Unless you know how to fix drywall. (laughs) Please seek therapy. Definitely. I think therapy is something that everybody should do. It's essential, um, even if you think you're A-OK. Definitely. I, I definitely agree that, you know, we should seek comfort in others and feel that there's somebody that you can trust to be vulnerable with. Whether it be a girlfriend, a boyfriend, a dog, a cat. I mean, there are people that talk to their animals just to, you know, find some kind of connection to something and even if it's like just writing in a book just getting those emotions out somehow like painting drawing just letting yourself have an outlet to feel and just have some kind of like backboard like sounding board sometimes you know right like i know you make fun of me a lot because i talk out loud to myself but sometimes i just need to hear how things are gonna sound or i just need to kind of work through my own thoughts just out loud so I can 
rehear them and be like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Right. Okay. So. So that being said, I mean, that's just where I decided that this movie would be a great idea to, I guess, share that outlet of it's okay to ride your feelings out. Especially with kind of like everything that's going on, of course. Emotions are high for very good reasons, but there's a lot of changes happening. And if this movie was around when I was younger, maybe I would be able to understand like my feelings a little bit better and right. not have kind of as many emotional roadblocks as I do. Mm-hmm. And I think introducing kids at a young age to this movie in particular would help them so much just growing up and understanding their emotions and understanding like how how things work that you know even if you're known as like a happy kid or whatever it is okay to not be the happy person all the time you can't always be the ray of sunshine and it's okay to be like that mm-hmm. it's not a bad thing you shouldn't feel bad for feeling bad unless you're feeling bad to look cool that's when it's not okay i'm talking to the emo kids you know what? Feel bad, baby. I'm still an emo kid at heart. It's okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Forever. I, my my life is stuck in 2007. That's where I just stopped mentally progressing. <laughs> okay. So um, on the subject of mental health, um, I'd like to go ahead and be completely transparent. Um, I have ADHD, which also leads to depression and anxiety. You know, episodes of both. I... I'm not medicated for it. Um, and that's just personal choice. Um, I guess it's not for everybody, but I feel like my ADHD makes me creative. It, it drives my creativity. It drives my passions. Um, and I find new outlets in creativity or just in life. What about you? Well, Kanye West... Um... I personally have a lot of depression and anxiety, and I am on some antidepressants, and I have been since the age of 15. But you don't have ADHD or ADD or anything. It's just because we both have the same Oh, shit. I don't know. I I think it's more like a generation thing, because I know that our generation has a lot of people that have, or that have grown up with the ADHD, anxiety, depression. I think there's also... When we were born, we were both born in 95. Mm -hmm. So in that generation, it was very like, no, my kid's just hyperactive. And I know still there's a lot of of that. Like, no, my kid's just hyperactive. My kid just has a lot of energy. Like, or... Oh no, my kid is just it's they're gifted. So they're just creative. They're they're just really smart. That's why she's reading at a fifth grade level in kindergarten. You Mm -hmm. know? Like they're she's just gifted. Just give her more work. Yes. That was always something for me. It's are you bored in school? Is that why you can't sit still? Is that why you can't this and that? No, it was just my mind was racing at like four hundred miles per hour while everybody was sitting at the nice forty. Well honestly that's on the speed limit. That's why I listen to podcasts in like one point two speed. It's because like it is so frustrating for me to listen to things just at a normal pace, and that's why like in you school you have to be stimulated constantly. In school, well, that's also another thing is I get really overstimulated really easily. Okay, I cannot have two sounds playing. You know, Rico, his ADHD makes him listen to like creepy pastas and play games at the same time. No, no, no. I like listen to creepy pasta and get work done. 
I listen to music and play video games. And I personally, that drives me insane. Like, it literally will just pound at my brain because I cannot listen to, I cannot hear music, hear one noise, and hear a second noise at the same time. It just, it makes my brain turn to mush. And I get so, you know, I get so angry Mm. whenever that happens. And I try not to. It's just, like, anger just starts driving. And it's just like, I need to stop all the sound. Right. So... I mean, that's the thing. So you get overstimulated. Yes. And in kindergarten, what would happen is I would finish my schoolwork so quickly, my teachers would be like, she won't stop talking to people. And it's like, my mom was like, well, yeah, she's just bored. She's smart. She gets her stuff done quick. I don't know if I was smart, because if so, I'm just a burned out, gifted kid. (laughs) But (laughs) I'm telling you, those high school classes kicked my ass, personally. I cannot handle AP, so maybe I was smart. Maybe I was just understimulated. Who knows? So, I mean, personally, I have not been to a therapist since I was 15 or 16. Tried or each other's therapist. Yeah, like, that's why I also, I definitely think people need to go to therapy. But I do think having somebody that you trust 100% to know all of your trauma to be completely transparent with is such a rare find. But it's also so needed for so many people. Mm-hmm. Like... I can tell Rico, like, hey, I'm feeling this certain type of way because this is happening. And he knows because I've told him, like, literally every single thing that's ever happened to me. He knows and he can understand why I'm feeling a certain way. I don't have to sit there and, like, re-explain, oh, yeah, this trauma happened to me. So that's why I'm fearing abandonment. Right. That's why I also know that you hate green beans. That's true. Okay, so sorry for my little rant. <laughs> no, it was definitely uh, inspiring. Um, and if anybody feels that way, you know, we're always you're here. not alone. Yeah, we're always here. You're not alone. If you want to reach out and just, you know, email us how you're feeling that day, you know, what you're going through, we are definitely... Um, always here to talk. Yeah, definitely. Like, everybody keeps a little sounding... But... No, it's fine. Everybody needs a sounding board every once in a while. Right. Um, so that's why, like, we're enjoying how Pixar is, like I said, show this to your kids at a young age. Because if we had this when we were younger, we could understand our feelings. Yeah, I mean, so Pixar, or not Pixar, sorry, Inside Out is different from your run-of-the-mill Pixar movie. So I feel like this one was a lot more realistic, a lot more human yeah. Than your usual Toy Story, cars, stuff like that. I mean, it did take on a different approach as far as like these are actual things that you will deal with as a human. And I think that that really solidified the movie as being one of the best movies, like especially animated movies, animated mm-hmm. children's movies, because it it didn't soften things up. With, no putting it in like animal form or putting it in like troll form or robot form like this is real human like a kid can look at that i showed you a picture that i looked exactly like riley in kindergarten so up to the teeth and everything honestly bangs teeth all of it (laughs) but it definitely brought that quality of wow that could be me and showing the inside of her brain it's like do you think there are emotions inside my brain that are working like that and there are i mean not in the Pixar sense, but we definitely do have 
emotions that jump out and take control of us. And that's what I really enjoyed about Inside Out, um, as opposed to other Disney, or sorry, not Disney movies, Pixar movies. Um, Disney and Pixar, really. Yeah, true. So, that being said, I mean, I think it's more of a movie for all ages. Yeah, for sure. It kind of puts it on the parent as well, the parent that's watching the movie, to be like, hey, let me go ahead and explain some things to you. Yeah, and I think it helped that they did consult, like, actual psychiatrists and, you know, people who are experts in just the field of how the mind works and how emotions are processed and everything like that. Like, they consulted experts for this, and it really shows through. True. Um, Another reason why we decided to, I guess, pick this movie is because... It's also a change from our usual action scary movies that yeah. we t- typically cover. We did have a different movie lined up until, you know, the whole thing happened with that day mm-hmm. at work. Uh, we had a whole other movie lined up and we were getting ready to do it. And then, you know, things changed. And it's like, well, you know, we haven't covered an animated movie yet. Right. You actually brought up the fact that we didn't watch or that we didn't cover an animated movie. I wanted something that was different um and then like you said things happen and change all of a sudden and with my anxiety attack at work you know we kind of were like a little more leaning towards that but honestly i was kind of scared to make something vulnerable like i said earlier i mean you know we have to find ways to find comfort in these things find you know a way to express how we feel and be transparent uh so i spoke to my mom about it Mm mm-hmm and I told her, hey, look, you know, these are the two movies that we want to cover. You know, this is what happened at work. This is why, you know, we're kind of leaning towards this movie. And she said, do it. Yeah. Like, there was no if, ands, buts. It was just do it. Yeah. And I mean, I think it, it helps so many people out just to to hear like, hey, like I've experienced this too. Like we are obviously aren't like celebrities or anything like that. And we're not, you know, big people, but we do want to show that like yeah we experience these things i know you don't know us i know well y'all probably don't know us in all honesty but (laughs) like this happens to every single person like you cannot tell me one person who's not had feelings of anxiety or feelings of like just being lost and being lonely so let's get into feelings and thoughts about the movie um like we said i did feel like it brought awareness to mental health and children and the adults watching. Um, but something else that I realized was that the movie doesn't really have a good slash bad guy or a bad good guy or even a bad guy versus good guy situation, um, which is something that I really adored in this movie. They knew how to make it uh, work without that aspect. Yeah, and I think it's very much like a not even battling within your own self. It's just more of like a... Understanding your own self. Like an inner conflict that needs to be worked out. Like, I think in this movie, I know we haven't talked about the plot. Um, I don't want to spoil anything, but I think a lot of the main characters' frustrations and a lot of the general irritation comes from the fact that she doesn't quite understand that you can experience two two emotions at once. It's not impossible to mourn the loss of something and accept the, you know, change for something new. Right. So, I mean, I think you're right. There's no real antagonist or anything like that. But having the 
realization that I can be both sad and happy. I can be happy and angry. Like having that realization that you can experience two characters at once. Not characters, sorry, emotions. <laughs> I mean, uh, I guess they were characters. They were definitely characters, but um, it just it makes the characters in this movie so much more relatable. Right. That, like you can fill the role of, well, maybe I am the the kid who has this inner conflict, or maybe I'm the mom who's like also having this inner conflict in all honesty but she's also like trying to help her daughter out and then the father is having his own own ordeal and you see their emotions as well right and it it really shows you the type of person that they are i also appreciate that none of the emotions except for joy (laughs) fought for control um they all knew when the right time was to give up that power i mean like again we talk about how none of them had this like bad guy role yeah so i mean all emotions knew when their turn was needed to take control and i think a lot of the movie is just joy you know she you said that she tries to fight for control i think a lot of it is her realizing that she doesn't have to be in control all the time and that's one of the unspoken truths of the movie um they do i mean without going too far into the into spoiling it or whatever but they do talk about how the more she grows the more other emotions can take the lead so in this movie joy is like the pilot whereas her parents have different emotions piloting them and i think even though joy is the pilot emotion and her parents have different emotions piloting them i think a thing to remember as well is in this movie there are five main emotions so sub emotions fall under main emotions so like we were talking about earlier they started off with 27 different emotions and they had to dwindle it down because of course you want to have some main ones right you want the the focus of the movie to be mainly these core emotions, these five main emotions, which are um, joy, sadness, fear, anger, and disgust. Mm-hmm. Disgust is kind of the weird one out there because I feel like disgust is more like a mix of anger and fear. Mm-hmm. But Mindy Kaling is so good, I can't like fault disgust. I mean, granted, you have to think like disgust was like, I think disgust could, nah, never. Yeah, you tried to reason. It's okay. Yeah. So, um, so. You have these five emotions, and like we were talking about earlier, you had emotions that maybe you could fit in there that they were twi- they were thinking about, like surprise. Mm-hmm. But surprise is a sub-emotion of fear, right? Or, or excitement. It's, it's a mixed emotion. Well, excitement isn't an emotion. Well, I mean, like surprise. Yes. Uh, yes. Like excitement. Like a, a, excitement and excitement is joy. It's like so. a mix between fear right. and, you know, and like you said, whenever Riley grows older... You learn that you can mix emotions and all that. You can experience Definitely. two things at once. Like so love like, would be another great emotion to have, but it's also under the... Under joy. Yeah. Like, you would... Surprise and excitement, I think, mostly surprise, would be a mix of fear and a mix of joy, right? hmm Or, you know, like, nostalgia. That one is a mix of sadness and a mix of joy, right? hmm So, um... You have these different emotions, and they did dwindle it down to five, and it does seem kind of restrictive, but just remember that there are sub-emotions to, you know, kind of 
work through as well. So they fall under these emotions umbrellas. So I'm going to tell you about the plot because I've already told you about the five main emotions. So um, this is just a really short plot. I'm not going to give you details because I do want you to watch this movie. And there's so many different kind of things to work through that this would be a two hour long episode if I gave you the entire plot. Oh man, that is the truth. So in this movie, we meet Riley. She's an 11 year old girl who just moved from her home to a brand new city. We also get to meet the emotions inside of her head, which like I said, are joy, sadness, fear, anger, and disgust. These emotions help guide her through her entire life. They run little headquarters with the control board and everything. So after the move, she struggles with her emotions and kind of how to handle things. So her main emotion, Joy, tries to rule the entire situation, be like super positive, you know, great outlook on everything. Um, but of course, like chaos ensues in their little headquarters. That's where all of them live, by the way. So things are running amok there just because, yeah, we are experiencing joy, but we're also experiencing a lot of sadness and a lot of fear and a lot of disgust and everything like that mm-hmm. and anger of course so soon sadness um she says she can't help it but she begins to change riley's memories so like her happy her memories that are originally happy they soon turn sad like she touches them and all of a sudden they're sad memories now so after an accident with her happy memories her entire outlook on life changes she goes from being what is known as this happy girl to kind of like sullen and upset and you know not herself so joy and sadness then have to work together to help her regain all of her happy memories and of course this is like a disney pixar movie so there is a happy ending so in the end riley learns that you can feel two emotions at once and it's not always so clear her mind reflects these changes as she matures you know they get like a bigger control board and everything like that and her memories what used to be like little marbles and like yellow balls or blue balls or <laughs> green, That's the word, huh? green balls, balls or red balls and stuff like Don't that. Don't want any of those either. This is definitely not a Disney podcast. <laughs> um, they're now mixed between like joy, which is yellow, and purple, which is fear. Okay. You know? Uh-huh. I'm sorry. I'm trying to make this not. To our Disney overlords, I do apologize for that. But moving on. Of course, since this is a Disney Pixar movie, what are they known for, Rico? Death. No, not at all, actually. Easter eggs. Yes, hidden Easter eggs. So, (laughs) there are so many articles, so many YouTube videos that I'm sure you can look them up and see all of them. Um, But I'm going to tell you a couple of Easter eggs in Inside Out, okay? Tell me them. Wait, am I telling some too? Absolutely, if you can. Yeah, so let me know when, when you want to jump in. Okay. So, um, of course, the infamous Pizza Planet truck appears three times within the movie. It's pretty hard to see, though. Um, all the appearances are in memory balls, which are kind of like blurred scenes. They mm-hmm. have to... A lot of them, I think, are reaches, but Those they did, people have some, like, 20-20 vision. Well, they did... Um, the director did confirm that there are three three appearances in there right so, but i mean like the people that went through and like honestly, found those easter eggs they have 2020 4k ultra vision honestly i just saw a like a blurry car shape and they're like yes it is the truck confirmed that was wild of them but the luxa ball can also be seen in a flashback where riley and bing bong are both playing together we're not going to tell you who bing bong is um, go watch the movie they're just playing together so you can see it in a little corner um pixar does reference their other movies and multiple shorts Including The Good Dinosaur, Up, For the Birds, Finding Nemo, Ratatouille, Toy Story. Say it. Say it right. I want to hear you say it. What? That one. Oh, Monsters, Inc. 
La Luna. Y- you were close. You How- made it sound like a novella, but okay. La Luna. Okay. How do you say it? La Luna. I said it right. You did. It, you okay. just added more. La Luna. La Luna. You just can say La Look. Luna. Look. It is in my nature to be to be extremely dramatic. Okay, you're right. Okay, yeah. So, um, they also reference a lot more in there. But also, Rico, I have a question to ask you. Mm-hmm. Did you know that Steve Jobs was one of the co-founders of Pixar? I did, because I looked over at your notes. Okay, well, um... Do you want me to tell you the second part of that, or do you want to read it? Well, I'll read it for you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. You're a smart boy. Um, there's also a hidden Apple icon that the dad uh, that the dad has. Um, he has an iPhone. But the hidden Apple icon was in a memory. I mean, yeah, that too. That's what you get for reading my notes, okay? Okay. All right. Thank you, though. But yeah, um, that's why they didn't have to use a little pair phone or anything. You but know did that? you know that... Pixar throws shade at Disney in the movie? Yes, I did. Because I did write these notes. You're right. You're definitely right. But tell me how. Um, So they destroyed the princess castle. You know, the one that goes, da, 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 da. And they have a little arch. The one that I could have sworn Tinkerbell was flying around. I could have sworn that it was Tinkerbell. Hmm. Are we having a Mandela effect? Yes. Yes. It was a very well-known one. Like, I could bet money that it was Tinkerbell, but apparently it wasn't. I'm pretty sure it's because the commercials were Tinkerbell in the beginning. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Who um, knows? But, yes, they destroyed the Disney or the Princess Castle. Which was oddly... Just like, super, like... Close to yeah. the Walt Disney Castle. The Cinderella Castle. I, I almost said the same thing. Um, And then show they show Mickey Mouse or, like, this weird... He's like a little jelly bean. Jelly bean thing, yeah, dressed as Mickey, You'll, just sitting down drinking coffee while everybody else is working. You'll get it when you watch the movie. Um, it's hard to, like... If you can find the character. It's in a side scene whenever they're in Dreamland or Dream right. Studios. It Look, if I tell you a little jelly bean guy is dressed as Mickey Mouse drinking coffee... It's like a Where's Waldo, man. You gotta go find that thing. Or just YouTube it, honestly. That too, I guess. Yeah, but it's, don't, it's obvious. Don't take away from... Finding Easter eggs in Pixar movies. Honestly, no. I watched a video where it was like 45 hidden Easter eggs in Inside Out. I was like, oh my god. Right. But, <sighs> but for the sake of the podcast, we, we, we found them all. Oh yeah, we yeah, saw them no, all. No, we, we definitely we saw them all. definitely knew each and every one and we I did, did not, not have YouTube to Google it. it. Nope. Yep, nope. You just knew that there was a video, right? I have that HDHD 4020 vision that I saw all those Pizza Planet that trucks. That is some fucked up vision, but all right, girl. Forty <laughs> twenty. <laughs> Look, I have incredible long-distance vision. Okay. Okay. Vision's so good, I can see behind my head. Anyways, um, of course, the iconic A113 can be seen multiple times throughout the film. If you don't know what A113 is, you should probably Google it. Um, or watch our Wilhelm, or listen to our Wilhelm scream video where we talk about I think we just mentioned, I don't think we talked about his origins. I mean, yeah. Right. Um, basically, it is the classroom that a lot of the um, Disney animators, when they went to school, that was the classroom for the animation. So, that's my short, unscripted note on that. Um, but it can be seen multiple times in the movie. It's in pretty much every, I think, every single Disney movie, in all honesty. Pixar. Pixar and Disney. Pixar. Just Pixar? Just Pixar. They're the same company to me, in all honesty. I'm gonna be. It's like Nike and Jordan, same thing, baby. Same thing, same thing. Okay. Um, Look, if there's a Pixar, if there is a Pixar ride inside of Disney World, 
You can't fault me, okay? That, that works. Okay. Uh, what I was going to say was I did state earlier, or I think you did, stated earlier that we didn't want to talk about spoilers in the movie. So Easter eggs, I really didn't see as a spoiler. I saw them more as something that is pointed out in the movie that you're still going to have to go find, especially if you're a Pixar fan. Yeah, I mean, these aren't things that, like, I'm not going to tell you, of course. They don't play a core Of course, if you know any Disney Pixar movie, you know the ending is a happy ending, all right? So you can't be upset that we didn't, you know, didn't necessarily go into detail. So um, I do want to give a small little spoiler, possibly. Um... So, the two main characters, aside from Riley in this movie, are Sadness and Joy. But, in the very, very, very original, not very, very, very original, but one of the original storylines, okay? Mm -hmm. It was actually Fear and Joy. And Fear's name was Freddy. Fear was the purple one, correct? Yes. Fear was the skinny purple one. Okay. Um, So, that's just a really weird kind of storyline. They even got so far as to, like... You know, when they draw it out before they actually animate. Mm-hmm. They got so far as to draw it out before they originally animated. Also, the deleted scenes in this movie, um, if you're watching on Disney+, Plus, the extras, are actually pretty dope. Yeah, as far as deleted scenes go, I, I definitely did like those. I do. I do definitely miss the, like, animated bloopers mm-hmm. that, like, Disney used to do and everything. Okay. But, um... Even even though they're not animated, it's just hearing about some of the ideas they had definitely would have changed the movie a the lot. The whole outlook on the movie. Yeah, it, it would have changed a lot of things. So I definitely like how they you know took them out or reimagined them. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting to see what could have been. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. So again, spoiler but not spoiler. Um... Something that I did want to mention, there is a part, a small little tidbit of a scene, where Joy cries. Okay? Yes. Um, it's nothing too deep in the movie. Um, at least at least her crying isn't something important in the movie. But it it's did... not a revolutionary scene. Right. It kind of is. Everything before that and after that is. Just the crying part is not. <laughs> <laughs> it's like she said the word hello. Not right. revolutionary, but it happens. Um, but that, that brought me to a thought. So if you notice in the movie, every character has a unique color. So green is disgust because, you know, everything green, like vegetables to a kid is gross. Stuff like that. Purple, fear, anger is red, joy is yellow, sadness is blue because the blues. Um, and so with that being said... The only one that really does not match is Joy. Yes. Because unlike everybody else, Joy has a green dress, blue hair, blue eyes, but yellow skin. Yeah, she's not 100% matchy-matchy like Angry is, well, Anger is like all red, you know? Right. I mean, he does like have his like business outfit or whatever, but, but that's I besides mean, the still, point. The clothes isn't really Even Disgust. Too, yeah, Disgust does have her green. green. Purple still has its purple. Uh, and Blue still has blue. Yeah. Or sorry, Sadness still has blue. You know what I meant. Anyway, um, 
it goes to show that joy is multi-layered. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was trying. I was really I know, searching for. I the saw. Word. I saw it. <laughs> also, their but, aura too. Nobody else has an aura about them except for joy. Yes, uh, and that's because joy is such a powerful emotion that you know it's so bright. It, it, it's bright. It's radiate exactly, and so. The reason, I mean, at least as far as my thinking goes, the reason that there was blue in her hair, blue in her eyes, but she's yellow, is because you can't really experience joy without sadness. Which is also why it's kind of cool that they put them two together. Yeah, I think it makes uh, in the more original sense. plot. Um, well, in the final plot. In the final plot, sorry, yeah. that's what I'm going to say. You're fine. Um, and then something else that I noticed was all the other emotions have shadows. So when you're watching the movie, look at how when they stand, you can see a shadow to them. But Joy doesn't have one. She's so happy. She radiates so much. Mm -hmm. Sorry, my voice cracked. Um, She radiates so much that she doesn't have a shadow. Yeah. She doesn't really have this, like, darkness to her. when When you're watching her walk around in, like, a dark scene, you can see that she's like a candle. Like, literally, the phrase lights up a room. Yeah. Is it? Yep, that's it. So, of course, Joy kind of rules rules Riley's mind, mm-hmm. okay? Joy is mainly the driving force until this whole big change comes, and then we learn that kind of different things shift, right? So, um, I do want to mention that sadness, Joy is the very first emotion that Riley experiences when she's born. The second emotion immediately is sadness. I think it was like 38 seconds or something like that? Yeah, it's, well, no, I think it's a little bit further in. I don't know, honestly. No, no, no. Like, whenever she says it, she's like, oh, she oh, was completely yes. happy for, like, 38 seconds. Yeah, and then she sees sadness. And sadness, she's like, ah, oh, fuck, this bitch is here now. But <laughs> sadness is what makes Riley cry, which tells her parents, hey, she needs food. So, to be weird, if babies don't cry, you wouldn't know when to feed them. You wouldn't know when to change their diaper. You wouldn't know when they want to be held. So... Sadness is an integral part of somebody. Like, you can't have joy and not have sadness at all. So, the secondary function of sadness, though, is empathy. So, this is a little bit of a spoiler. Um, Riley's empathy is shown in various ways. Like, sorry, sadness's empathy is shown in multiple ways, including whenever, you know, Bing Bong loses his rocket. Mm-hmm. That makes no sense to somebody who has not seen this movie. When Bing Bong loses his rocket, it's Sadness who comforts Bing Bong and allows him to, you know, kind of compose himself and accept this loss and move on from it. Whereas Joy's like, oh, me, I'm happy, let's go, hoo-hoo, and tries to distract him with this short-term, like, optimism. Mm-hmm. It didn't work whenever Joy tried to distract him. You need That's Sadness. a big spoiler. <laughs> but anyway, carry on. But it, you need, when people don't know what Bing Bong is, then they don't know anything. I guess, but all right. So... It just shows that, like, sometimes you have to have sadness to accept things. Empathy is a part of sadness, and you have to empathize with people. Mm-hmm. So, the secondary role, um, the empathy is also shown when Riley's mom, like, you see inside of her mind, mm-hmm. and you see the one kind of driving her mind, how Joy is driving Riley. You see sadness is driving her. And what was your first thought when you saw that? That the mom is depressed. And 
while you may think that, that might not necessarily be the case. Maybe because... she's empathetic. An exactly. empathetic person. Yeah. I didn't whenever... think about that until you, you said it. Yeah, and because whenever we see the scene where Riley's, like, going through some shit, eating dinner, um, the mom is the one to be more like, hey, like, she picks up on the emotion. She's uh-huh. more one to be like, hey, like, are you okay? What's going on? Rather than the dad who... Just kind of checked out of the conversation. Not only that, but his main emotion is anger. Although that doesn't necessarily mean he's angry because we don't see him very angry in this movie. Right. He He's not a very angry person so much as he's just stressed out through the whole movie. Exactly. And stress is a form of anger. Yeah. And I think that... I guess sadness as well. But I think stress is... I think anger kind of covers stress a little bit more the mixing of emotions yeah like i would say fear and anger Mm, personally for me i would say uh sadness and anger but that's me yeah so um we know that riley's driving emotion is joy her mom's is sadness her dad's is anger Mm -hmm. what do you think your driving emotion is if you had to pick out of these characters dear god um so I guess, like I said, with my ADD and my depression, I know I'm not the only one out there that feels this way. It just sometimes feels that way, um, for lack of a better term. But when I'm depressed, something that, like, gets me out of my depression really quick is my ADD. Or my ADHD, I'm sorry. Um, So, like, I'll be so torn up about something, just so, like, lost and you know, latching on to something. It's like an anchor is weighing me down on this one thought. But then, like, my ADD kicks in, and I'm like, dude, my shin bone is the longest fucking bone in my body. Yeah, or at least, we like, were... I think it's the longest bone in my body. Why is that a thought that comes to rushing to my head? I don't know. We've been having just serious conversations, and in the middle, he's been like, pause. Do you think Spider Man? Do you think Spider Man could survive in a city like Houston? We only have like ten skyscrapers. Okay, but let's be honest, he could not. No, really. If he was in downtown, yeah, maybe sure, but like. But even then, there's only like ten skyscrapers. I mean, I think the skyline has more than ten skyscrapers, but like maybe as 20. far as like regular city limits, Spider Man probably couldn't do a lot. Honestly, that's he why was... I'm glad he was in New York. I mean fuck we're doing it again really quick though he would need this falls under the disney umbrella okay oh fine i'll take it but he would need to swing from the highways in order to get you know that much airtime. he would be hit by a car no because they they show that in that one scene in i think far from home no homecoming when he's trying to swing from trees and then realizes he would still be running. He there's no point where he could just like let go and swing off trees and like yeah, it would have to be it would have to be a very short like rope for him. Yeah, sorry, honestly, Houston is just full of highways. It is nothing. But anyway, these are the thoughts that run through my head and so, dig me out of my depression. What so that is your being character? said, yeah, that's what I was trying to say. So that being said, um, I think it would be a nice little back and forth between. Um, I guess fear being the main and uh, joy being the supervisor. Rico, I would just like to say I hate you very much. Why? Why the fuck did you take my answers? 
Are you the same way? Yes. Like, obviously for me, fear definitely, like, the reason I am so good at my job is because I... You have the fear fucking up. I fear fucking up. Like, I disappointing any, like, authority figure is just terrifying to me personally. Right. So, the reason, like, I work really hard at TikTok is because I don't want to fail. Yeah. I fear failure. So, but also, like, joy. Like, I literally, even in my most traumatic moments, I'm like, ah, that was real fun, though. But what would you pick for me? For you, yeah. I would pick joy 100%. Really? That would just be my driving character is joy all the time. Yeah. Like, not all, all right. the time, no, but, no, like, no, your I, main I character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because at least for you, I see you as, like, you are my joy, cue, cheesy, sappy music. Okay. But um, you're just always the funny person to get anybody out of, like, a weird situation. Like, you can make somebody at work who's just frustrated, you can make them laugh. Mm-hmm. You can always be the, the person to, like, calm someone down. I can be... The light in the room. What'd you say last night? You could light up the room. Yeah. Yeah. If I ever die, please do not put that I lit up a room because I most definitely did not. No, you definitely did not. I will not lie on your eulogy. I dimmed down that room. I gave the room anxiety and then I offered it some of my medication. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's true. That's definitely Walk in true. Walk room like, does anybody need anxiety medication? I have it stocked up for three years just in case an apocalypse happens. Um, I would pick for you... I think me and my little brother, um, since we live with you, or you live with us, we live with each other. Is it discussed? Anyway. No. Mm. Well, yeah. But no. Um, I think we would both agree that you were just an angry person. You Okay, so I say this to people, um, and everybody thinks I'm joking, but you are a human cat. You're not wrong. I have to let you do your thing and hope... That you'll like eventually find some emotion to be loved or touched or I mean not touched and you know what I mean. Um, no, I don't like people touching my face. I don't like people touching. I actually you don't like being hugged. I don't. You don't like being cuddled at I night. I love my space personally. Yeah, exactly. You're a human it's form of a cat. I get, I get overwhelmed so easily. Your restroom or your litter box has to be clean or else you won't use it. Okay, look, You'll I share... You'll run to a different restroom. I share one with two boys. I'm a man. So you cannot say anything. I don't want to hear anything about that. But, yeah, I mean, I... Also, maybe like a sub-emotion from anger. I'm stressed all the time. No, you're just an angry person all the time. You're a human cat. Well, we did get a glimpse of inside the cat's mind. Yeah. At the end when they do the um, little short... What is it? Mid-credits? No, end credits. End credits. Well, it's like mid-credits when they do it. It's called end credits. Oh, anyways. <laughs> um, they do a cute little scene where they show, like, the inside of a dog's mind, inside of a cat's mind, and all that. The cat just has... Inside fe- of the side characters' minds as well. Yeah. But- the cat just has fear walking across the control board, just laying down. And tapping every single button. Yeah. Yeah. That's my brain. Honestly, um, I know we talked about it earlier. My brain is more like the SpongeBob filing 
episode. Uh, that's what I said whenever we finished watching the movie. You but, can't just steal my thing. But my brain, when you first walk into my brain, you see a counter saying, Hey, how can I help you today? And my best customer service voice. And then behind it, you just see the entire place on fire and burning. Okay. You see somebody just that. throwing files into the trash. And you know what those files are? What? Movies I've watched. Or things I've said to you. Yeah, I honestly, my brain just deletes them. They're gone. Yeah. I could have had a conversation two minutes ago. I'll be like, what? No, I didn't say that. Uh-huh. I know. That's why we argue a lot. That's why I literally drive home from work and forget if I locked the doors to my work. And then I'm like, oh, I should probably go check that. And I did because I'm on autopilot and I definitely locked them. But, um, you know, I forget. Mm-hmm. Maybe I have short-term memory loss. Maybe. Anyways, continuing. I think mine would be a voice that's like, hey, how are you? You're looking really nice today. I like those shoes that you got on. Are those are those Converse? Cool. Converse are really nice. They look they bring out your eyes. Are you just are you just going back and redoing what has been said to you in your childhood? No. You hate? No, no, no. I I'm just there to compliment you, make you feel good, sound all sophisticated and suave just to make you not see the fire in the background that's going on in my mind. Okay, I was about to say you're such a goddamn Leo. That's hey, my sign. How do I look today? No, no, no. I look no. good, don't I? No, 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 no. Look how curly my Mine, hair is. I have to put that on others. Okay, okay. Yeah, it makes me seem like a cooler person when I'm able to not say I look good, but hey. Look. You look really good today. Those glasses that you got on, the brown glasses. Stop it right now. <laughs> making me blush. <laughs> Anyways, um, there's a reason that uh, there's a reason that I called you Rico Suave. I hate it. Please, I know. please don't ever. I don't know why you gave everybody that idea to call me Rico Suave now on the podcast. I'm sorry. His Instagram handle is at Rico No Suave. Yes, because I hate it that bad. So moving on. Um, in this movie, Riley, the main character, does have these islands, which aren't emotions. They're not. Which I thought was a really good way that they did that. Yes, absolutely. Because you you have to think you can't have trust or loyalty or family as or an emotion. Goofball. Yeah, I mean, you can have goofballs emotions. I mean, you could, but, like, it's not My necessarily... Sims, I think funny would have been a good emotion. Like, humor. Yeah, it would have been, like, the yeah. side character, like, that provided comedic relief. But, like, you you can't necessarily have things like that as... You can have them as traits, but you can't have them as emotions. Right. So, Riley's Islands are, like, goofball, hockey, family, mm-hmm. you know, friendship, things like that. Um, so, what would one of your islands be? Uh, um, Gun Island. Is that one? Can I do that? I love guns. Guns are my hobby. Guns are, are collecting, building, Absolutely. fixing, putting together. I think guns are awesome. Um, I think Academy Island, really? Not really Gun Island, but Academy Island. I love Academy. If I can get sponsored by Academy, I'd be the happiest. Because <laughs> they have everything that I need. Shoes, Adidas clothes, guns, and fishing. Hey, you said Adidas, but you know what you're not going to sleep on right now? What? That BCG. Uh, definitely. Yo. Yo. I mean. Y'all really want the hookup? It's still up? part of Academy. So BCG. <laughs> I will definitely rock BCG all day. And then, like, of course, like, Family Island or something. 
Or like Horny Island. I don't know. Okay, Disney. He did not say that. Anyways, um, continuing. We just said that we weren't going to get sponsored by Disney. You never know. <laughs> if they hey. decide they want to sponsor us. So, and I'm totally down. So I think one of my islands probably would be because you didn't ask me and I'm just going to insert myself. Oh, I was just about to. I was just still laughing. Okay. Well, you so, can... so, so what was, what's your island? You tell me. I'm a little ray of sunshine. I would definitely have a Harry Potter island. Mm-hmm. Okay. Universal, but real magic. All right. Okay. That probably would be one of my emotions as well. Mm-hmm. Can I get a Rico island? No, I'm so sorry. Anyways, um, I would probably have, or no, I think I, it would be like a fantasy island. Uh-huh. Just like Star Wars, Harry Potter, like, well, no, Harry Potter probably have its own. Anyways, um, aside from that, I would have a makeup island, I'd have a customer service island, unfortunately. On that island, I would just tell customers whatever the fuck I wanted. I yeah. don't think that's how the islands worked, but okay. Can I get a refund on my three-year-old package that I never use? No, ma'am. Unfortunately, you cannot. Why not? Because I unfortunately do not give a fuck anymore. Okay. I felt like that was a little more aggressive than it should have been. A little more internalized and something that you have to work out with a therapist. But I feel you. It's yeah, okay so, to feel these emotions. So, BetterHelp, if you would love to sponsor us... um. If you look inside my brain at these emotions, you will see a lot of joy mixed with anger. I think you're just a broken person. Yeah, at this point, you're not. <laughs> um, but yeah, probably like Makeup Island, Fantasy, Sci-Fi Island. You're just a terrible person because I, I at least had Family Island. You, you're just kind of about yeah. yourself, you human cat. Yeah, I, you're not wrong. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you and tell you, yeah, I would definitely have a family island for sure. Um, so something that personally I came up with uh, is I feel like Netflix watched Inside Out. Okay. And realized that there are things that they will not talk about. And yeah. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure they did not watch this and they just decided to do the same thing that pixar thought and make a movie or show about you know growing up and having emotions but this is also a show that hey you know maybe you don't have kids maybe you don't want to watch a pixar movie this is just a recommendation um they have an adult version of basically inside out called big mouth on netflix which has pretty much any hilarious comedian you could think of maya angelo um maya angelo you know what I meant. Maya Rudolph. Her too. Oh, Maya. Oh, I uh, see what mm-hmm. you... Yeah, mm-hmm. not Angela. Rudolph. R.I.P. My, my bad. <laughs> totally fucked that one up. Love you, Rudolph. Love you, Angela. Don't haunt me. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, Maya Angelo. She's in there. You know, comedian. Well, we covered paranormal activity. I mean... <laughs> Ah. But anyway, uh, yeah, Seth Rogen, uh, Pete Wentz. I'm uh, not Pete Wentz. Fuck, I'm trying to. Uh, my brain just you know what? doesn't want to do it. We're just not going to talk about Pete the cast anymore. Pete Davidson. Okay. Right? That's his name? Yeah? Maybe? I don't know. I didn't look up the cast. The Suds guy? The one that you think is cute? He is cute. Shut no, he's up. not. No, he's not. Anyway, um, but yeah, it it's 
pretty much the same thing of, you know, kids going through the emotions. Um, it's just a lot more funny, a lot more raunchy. So if you're into that, if you want something more adult-like and you want to really still have feels, because this show will still make you have the feels, um, Big Mouth is an adult version of Inside Out. Possibly. It even has Depression Cat. Yeah. Anxiety Mosquito. Well, probably Big Mouth is what happens when you go through puberty. Yeah. Because Riley is only 11 right now. She hasn't. Uh-huh. That's what I was saying. It's like a yeah. little more adult version or Riley growing up and these are the emotions that she yeah. will have. Granted, Big Mouth's pretty raunchy, but it, it's, oh, a very. Good, it's a good little show. Um, it, it's don't like watch adult, it around the kids. Adult or animation. Parents. Um, but yeah, I mean, what did you think in the end of Inside Out? Um, I thought that although we had to watch in two separate days because you told me you wanted to take a five-minute nap, I decided I wanted to take a five-minute nap, and our five-minute nap turned into a four-hour nap. Look, you cannot blame me. I sat I, I sat a seven-minute timer, okay? And seven minutes is my perfect time for it a nap. It just never went off? I'm pretty sure it went off and we ignored it. Uh-uh. It never went off? No. Are you sure? Yes. Okay, well, I thought I said a seven-minute Oh, because I also thought I set your alarms for this morning. I didn't, by the no, way. No, you didn't. I know. Anyways, um, yeah, uh, we should not be allowed to take naps at the same time. No, we definitely should not. One we should of have us talked has through it. To, yeah, one of us has to like be like, "Hey, wake up, wake up." You can take. We have to nap in shifts. Granted, I did wake up at one o'clock, realize the TV was on, and turn that off, but. At that point, it was the reason why I know that your alarm did not go off is because I did wake up at one o'clock to the sound of footsteps running around, running around outside. Excuse the fuck out of me. Yeah. 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 So, um, somebody almost got put into the movie soul. If you catch my drift. I don't. I haven't seen soul either. I was just hoping that they almost got put into the movie Coco. Yeah. They almost just went right into They were almost (laughs) in the same place as Ernesto de la Cruz, you know? They would have had to ask Ernesto de la Cruz for an autograph for me. No. Ernesto de la Cruz was the bad one. I know, that's a joke. (gasps) Adios, mio. (laughs) But anyway. um, I love the movie, even though... Even though it took me two tries to watch it, I think this is like my second time watching it. I watched it for the second time, third, second and a half time? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, I watched it for the second and a half time this last time. The first time I watched it was in Austin, Texas. Yes. Without you because you decided to fall asleep. Ooh, twice you've fallen asleep throughout this movie. Granted, um, you said Austin, Texas, like it was a big location for us. Well, no, I just mean, like, I didn't want them to be, like, an Austin, Delaware or something. We're in Texas. <laughs> We're not that fancy. We can't go to Austin, Delaware. We took a, what was it, maybe four? Like a six-hour drive? No, it was, yeah. like, three hours. I don't think it was three it hours. It was definitely not six hours. You don't have to look it up. It's okay. I will look it up. It's fine. Okay. We're it's gonna have to sit no here inconvenience wait. to me. I'm going to sit here and uh, pad the dead air. So, today my day was pretty cool. Um, Austin, went, Texas is two hours and 43 minutes away. It was a three-hour drive. It feels like a six-hour drive whenever you're asleep, and I have to drive by myself, so. You just sleep a lot, kind of like a cat, huh? Yeah, I never disputed that fact. Anyways, (laughs) I really love the movie. 
What did you think about it? I loved it too. Um, like I said, it does bring awareness to things in a more human interaction. And in a way that it's not like so like babyish, childlike or anything like that. But it is a way like kids can also understand it, you know? It's not something that it's just so complex that it's... it's Undoable. Yeah. Yeah. It's too much or anything like that. It's very... It breaks it down in a way that it's fun to watch and it's fun to understand. Yeah. Um, I guess this is our end. Yeah. This was um, really all we had for this movie. I really hope you guys enjoyed the title of this episode because coming up with these popcorn puns are getting... Not even puns at this point. It's just popcorn themes. It is. We getting... are reaching at this point. Well, not really at this point. Just for this movie, we're reaching. I mean, Rico did learn a really fun fact, though. Fuck off. Tell that... him. Go ahead. Okay, so popcorn. He did not know the popcorn. I know I'm not the only one out there, so if somebody else's mind gets blown, hit me up. Popcorn was... It actually comes from a cob of corn. It is dried out corn that is then popped in, like, hot oil. It's not... I still don't want to believe it. Like, go Google that shit. That shit looks photoshopped. It. You can pop it on the cob. It it's does not look literally real. Literally, popcorn is just little kernels, dried out kernels that are picked from the cob and put in a bag with Okay, some but whenever I was thinking about it, I know that corn is usually, like, kind of wet. So, that being said, I was like, you can't just fucking stick that bitch in a microwave and expect for, like, popped corn to just come out of everywhere. I thought no, you should like... dry it out. It's like beef jerky. I thought it was, like, the seeds that corn come from i mean yeah you can plant them and it'll can you plant kernels like dried up kernels i, I want to say no i was in ffa for two years and you don't um, know the answer i don't know the answer but i'm going to say yes because you can plant like an avocado pit or you can plant like you cannot fucking you can paint you can plant um the beans like inside of like green beans uh-huh you can you plant can... the core of a of a pineapple too but what i'm saying is you can't take the cob of the corn and just stick that bitch in the ground and get corn can you no i think you have to take the the kernels kernels out let me see corn seeds hold on one moment okay so i'm gonna have to go ahead and uh, talk through her wait time so like i was saying my day was pretty nice um i went to academy bought some nice fun stuff there yes you plant kernels in order to grow corn. So you do plant the kernels. Yeah. But like dried out versions of the kernels. No, you can plant wet kernels. It's you fine. cannot plant wet yes, kernels. Because dried out kernels, how are they going Fuck to? Fuck corn. You know what? Fuck corn. Okay? I don't even like popcorn, to be honest with you. After I got braces, I never liked popcorn. After COVID, I hated popcorn even more. Why do we name the show Break Out the Popcorn? Corn. Because popcorn goes with movies. Corn is literally the seeds of the corn on the cob plant. Where did you think the seeds were? The seeds when you eat corn. I know you don't eat corn, but when you eat corn, there's like a little seed on the inside. So I like, hate corn that bad that I just block it out. You're like, you know what? Yeah. Corn, green beans, sweet potatoes. Thanksgiving as a whole. Except for that pineapple ham from grandma. Oh my God. Yeah. Let's be real. All right. I, I would have gone to hell for lying about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. That ham. That's the stuff. But anyway, um, let's close up our podcast. We Go. did a lot of... Uh, pandering well uh go watch inside out let us know how you think about it if you've already watched it go watch it again yeah man that movie was so good honestly honestly it's gonna make you tear up a little bit i know it um but make sure to also follow us on our social media we have tiktok we haven't posted anything yet but we have a tiktok 
We have an Instagram and a Facebook. Breakouts Popcorn on all of those. You can email us at breakoutthepopcorn at gmail.com with any ideas um, for any new episodes. Yeah. Um, and you can find us on anywhere that you can find your favorite podcast, which is us. Yeah. So Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts. That's Apple Podcasts. That's what yeah. I meant. Yep. You got it. And uh, roll credits. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.